Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm back. I hear something. Do you guys hear that too? <laughs> Welcome back. Heretic. Ah, it feels good to be back. <laughs> so, today, we're going to talk about scrupulosity and how it cannot help you. That's right. So First, we're going to open up. Do you want us to open us up in a yeah. opening prayer? We haven't opened up in prayer since you yeah. and me together. No, I, know, I know people were like calling me about it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for Michael and my friendship and brotherhood. Thank you for our listeners and their families and friends. We ask that you bless them and that you keep them at safe travels and throughout all life. Thank you for the time that we get to spend together. And may your will be done in all that we do. May you bless each moment of our day. And may we intentionally accept your grace. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, before we get started, <laughs> before we get started, I think we need to to uh, recognize the fact that this is our 50th episode. 50th episode. 50. That's a five and a zero. So this is the last episode that's going to be on the Life Cheers YouTube channel. If you listen or watch on YouTube. If you watch on YouTube, I'm concerned because we don't have video. <laughs> but <laughs> if you like staring at our, you know, our logo, then go for it. Um, I would also like suggest that you go get some friends if you like staring at our logo for half an hour at a time. <laughs> we'll be your friends. <laughs> we are your friends. We right? are your friends. We're, we're your digital friends. Let's convince them that they're they're friends with us. Yeah. We, if they if they would write to us, we would write back. That's what friends do. Instantly. Mm-hmm. No ignoring that DM. We don't do that. Unless your name is Spencer and you're not this Spencer. <laughs> we don't respond to those emails. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is the last episode on the Life Cheers YouTube channel. We'll have a Casual Heresy YouTube channel. And that'll have, you know, fifty one episode 51 and moving forward all of casual heresy so if you want to listen back on anything between 1 and 50 go to the life cheers youtube channel but if not head over to casual heresy but be sure to subscribe to both of course that's right did you ever think we would get 50 episodes i'm not sure what what i thought i mean I'm sure you don't know what you thought either. <laughs> because no. Because it's like, okay, 
these two dudes, Catholic dudes, who like being heretical, like have heretical humor, meet each other. And then a month later, if that, it might have not even been a month. I don't think it was. We started a podcast. Like, who does that? <laughs> that doesn't. Right. That sounds like some Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos thing. Like, they do something like that together. They're that crazy. I think crazy. it might be because we were, we were only eating, like, expired food that the homeless shelter had donated to the Newman Center. And that's, like, what you and me lived off of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think that may or may not have had a part to play with the formation of this podcast. <laughs> the formation with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we're spreading that. That's right. To this point. If your homeless shelter, your local homeless shelter is giving away a large flat of expired brownies, take them home and eat them. And drink Mountain Dew. Chug Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Dew. <laughs> Inside joke, you have to go on the YouTube channel to find that out. Yeah. But so, scrupulosity. Scrupulosity, yeah. What is that? What is that? I would say, okay, what, I, I think it's something we don't talk about, like, at all. Like, if you look, mm-hmm. try to find any Catholic content about scrupulosity, it's sparse. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I had never heard what it was until I was very deeply suffering from it myself. Right. You know? That's the only time. <laughs> That's the only time anyone's like, oh, you, you have scrupulosity. And it's like, what? So I think it's mostly like to define it, it's like person having a difficult time making choices um in decisions through a desire to please god but they think they're never good enough to please god essentially yep. it's it's centered around morality usually but not only and it, it it's very similar to and so okay i would say it is a spiritual illness that's the best short answer i could give I'd say it's very closely connected to the psychological illness of obsessive compulsive disorder. In fact, sometimes they're the same thing. Not always. You can't say that as a blanket statement because sometimes somebody who has scrupulosity doesn't have OCD. And sometimes somebody who has OCD, I mean, most of the people who aren't Catholic and have OCD aren't going to have scrupulosity, mm-hmm. you know, but there, it, there could be, there obviously could be some Christians out there who aren't Catholic who struggle with this. Yeah. So, Cause it's um, like you're getting mixed up with, oh, you're taking like every sin, venial or mortal. You're taking everything as a mortal sin, yep. and even temptations, yep. are as mortal sins. And you're getting so hyper fixated on whether or not something's a mortal sin, and if it is, then I can't receive communion, and I'm gonna go and and you spend like way too much time thinking about that, and you spend way too many days of the week at confession. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Scrupulosity, when it gets really bad, it's, like, debilitating. Because you you start to, like, lose faith in God's mercy a little bit. Hope. You know? There's no hope. Yeah. Like, you think, you know he forgives you when you go to confession, 
but you think that the second you leave confession basically you're also damned like right away Mm -hmm. like that's how it that's how it feels and i i say that i said it mentioned earlier i suffered from scrupulosity for a long time i think the first in hindsight the first experience that that would have been in middle school and then i just kind of lived with it until early college and it's somebody asked me recently to what my story with that was because they were like oh i i like to hear how people came out of that because it's so hard to come out of it and i'm like well i didn't really i would say i was healed of it which is in a way i re- i got to a point where i recognized this is this is the whole thing you need to recognize that you you can't get yourself out of this you know mm-hmm. you can worry about morality and the state of your soul constantly it's not going to help you it's hard because there are there are legitimate reasons to not receive communion right mm-hmm. there are legitimate receipt re- reasons to frequently go to confession but if you feel the need to do that without being able to explicitly give one of those reasons mm-hmm. to yourself like i'm not asking i'm not asking people to provide me with a reason you know yeah but like if somebody's like oh why do you go to confession so often it's like oh i'm 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 an alcoholic you know mm-hmm. it's like okay that that makes sense you know but it's like if you ask me if you ask yourself why do i go to confession so often it's because because i fear that i i won't be good enough if i don't you know mm-hmm. that's you need to trust God a little bit, right? You need to allow his grace to work. Like you let it settle in. Mm-hmm. Trust in his grace. Yeah. In his mercy. Because I was going to say, like, it's not something that's talked about. It's something that's hard for people to talk about. Because I think a lot of times you don't, I know, I know for myself, you don't want to admit you have it, right? Mm-hmm. Because that would diminish seemingly diminish the the gravity of your sins right Mm -hmm. if you were just being scrupulous about it then this doesn't matter very much and it doesn't it doesn't have to necessarily be even a confession thing i don't think i think it can just be like you could even be just like when it comes to how there's things that are required in the church that you need to do yep like a, a lot of people get scrupulous about things like fasting. That's really easy to do. The mm-hmm. the rubrics for for mass, the the cuz a lot of that stuff isn't canon law or isn't a morality issue, like you said, not really mm-hmm. confession, but then you treat it like it is. Right? Yep. Like you're supposed to fast during Lent. You set that yourself, right? You pick mm-hmm. your Lenten fast. And if you I I don't I'm not, I am not a moral theologian, right? But I would assume that if you break your Lenten fast, that's probably a venial sin, right? Mm-hmm. You're lapsing on your own commitment, but that's not a mortal sin, right? And it's really easy if you if you can get really scrupulous about that, because because that's how it works, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I would say that I was. I don't know if everybody goes through this, but I think I was scrupulous. When I first really, when the spark went off in my faith, because then, you know, you're just, 
I don't know, you just like have emotional, spiritual highs. And I mean, in some cases, I guess people wouldn't get scrupulous about that then. But I think I was for a short period of time where I was just so worried that I like had to and maybe wasn't doing the right things, but I had to be doing the right things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if you've ever noticed that with me. I don't know. Not with you, but I that would have been like right when we met. Yeah. So it would have been hard for me to tell because I would have just come out of scrupulosity. But I will say, I think it often there are other things that accompany it. Like you said, it can be like fixation on recommendations made by the church or mm-hmm. things like that. Um I do feel that there's uh, a, when when you first experience your conversion, there's this initial just be better, like just live a Christ-centered life and just change the yeah. course of your how you live. Change change everything, you know. Mm-hmm. For so me, you, it was kind of like live like the early Christians, kind of a thing, you know. But like I can, I've I've seen it in other people manifest as like we need to go to Latin Mass, like things like that. And I will, uh, yeah, I think I saw a little bit of that in you when we first first met mm-hmm. like obviously you still like latin mass so do i that's yeah. not the thing but like it's it's uh it's like it's it was thinking a, that it's the, the only you, option yeah and i think i i think i asked you that like what is your why do you want to go to latin mass because it's like i i would like to too but the reasons you you want to are kind of concerning to me <laughs> because they yeah. were you're saying they they were yes yeah because like you like you said it kind of starts to feel like this is the best option we need to do this or we're doing it wrong mm-hmm. you know it's not as good and it's like no nah, it's not a sliding scale of better to worse mm-hmm. right it's all still just the mass yeah. so i say just the mass it is all still the infinite majesty of the mass mm-hmm. even the hippie guitar mass sadly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that's what strike the timbrel meant, but maybe <laughs> it is. So, like, I think for me, I would say anybody, if you're watching this, watching this, if you're watching <laughs> yeah. this, get some help. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching this, get some help, man. If you're if you're listening to this, um, and you're thinking, hmm, maybe maybe I maybe I have this. I'd say that's a good first step, just to assess. But not like obsessively so, you know. Don't like if it's like, oh, I don't know. Dude. Don't be oh, scrupulous about having scrupulosity. <laughs> yes, yes. Which you know, when I had it first, somebody told me that being scrupulous was a grave sin. And man, I spent about a week. I didn't move like as much as possible. Like I tried to not move because I was like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> is it actually? Which, it's that. Is it actually a grave sin? No. No, because of, um, because of its often association with um, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Hmm. Usually, if you're that, if you're having that big of a problem with it, you're not intending to do this, so it can't really be a grave sin. You know, nobody, not many people set out to be scrupulous. You know, yeah, it'd be pretty sickening. Yeah, because it it is. It's debilitating. Yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't like seek that out. Hopefully, I think there probably are some people that seek that out, but they have 
other problems then. I don't know. I think if you're have hope, you know, that's what I would say to people mm-hmm. that are like, if you're trapped in this and you find yourself thinking, I would say if the thought crosses your mind daily, am I in a state of grace and not in like a normal sense? Like I go to daily mass. So I usually do a quick assessment before I receive the Eucharist, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I'm good. You know? So it's like, that's, that's fine. You know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, if, if this is something that you find yourself thinking about throughout the day, throughout the week, have hope, you know? Mm-hmm. I, there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. This is not what God wants for you. I think that's the first, I don't have my, I have that, just a second, I'm going to look up a psalm, because there's a psalm that really helped me when I was struggling with this, so hmm. talk to them for a second while I look up a psalm. Yeah. Um. So, the patron saint of scrupulosity, I guess, is St. Alphonsus, because he experienced scrupulosity his entire life which even affected his physical health. Um, But his faith and relying on the church's teachings and devoting himself to the most blessed sacrament helped him get through those trying and tough times. So yeah, ask for St. Alphonsus um his intercession St. Alphonsus yeah he he had scrupulosity like real real bad so i think he'd be obviously he's the patron saint but he would be like the number one person i'd recommend mm-hmm. to pray for intercession from for from through through with tomato tomato potato potato Okay, I found the psalm. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read most of it, so bear with me here. But I think, yeah. So this is Psalm 139, and this is in the Catholic Revised Standard Version. O Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You searched out my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You beset me behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I attend, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. You are right, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, let only darkness cover me, and light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is brighter as, is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. 
You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am wondrously made. Wonderful are your works. You know me right well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I am being made in secret, intricately wrought in the depths of the earth, your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If you would count them, they are more than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So yeah, that's Psalm 139. That always that always brought me comfort of... So when you're really deep in scrupulosity, as I was, you often f- end up focusing on, like, what was my intent in saying this random thing? What was my intent in doing this the other day? What was my... Why did I think that, you know? Mm-hmm. And this psalm is kind of saying, like, God already knows. God knew before you thought that mm-hmm. and then so in this respect it kind of doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. god god made you so you're not gonna he's not gonna let like you're baptized if you're baptized yeah. you're good you're not, all as well he knitted you together in your mother's womb he made you to be who you are you know mm-hmm. your your random thoughts and your random things you say without thinking and the things you do that maybe you regret doing, maybe you shouldn't have done that. He he knew all that stuff to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to let you go to hell because of that. <laughs> like that's that's part of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, at worst, it's part of your fallen nature. That's like since we've been talking about this, and I, I've been thinking. Like, I guarantee you, to some degree, all the apostles experienced scrupulosity to some extent. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. if you're chosen by Christ, and you're there, and you realize he's the Messiah. Yeah. There's no way you think you're doing everything right. You are nitpicking everything. Mm-hmm. I think about like um the early church fathers, some of them like like Origen of Alexandria. Oof. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's scrupulosity. Basically, that's what that is. What did he do, Michael? Well, let's see. How do I say this? He he castrated himself with a rock. Yeah. Yeah, or two rocks probably. And Just isn't very fun to think about, but. Mm-mm. He, from what I understand and what I've read, he did that because he wanted to avoid impurity, which is like mm-hmm. the ultimate. Or in, and I think as a misguided interpretation of if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Partly, but like also, I'm sure he realized that. Oh, that doesn't stop this. Like, yeah, it's more of a, you know, that doesn't kill the desire. <laughs> hmm. And and the I think the the most common understanding of that particular passage I've heard is if your hand causes you to sin, you might as well cut it off, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not Jesus isn't actually telling us to dismember ourselves. Yeah, that's the thing there. And from what I understand, that and 
some things to do with Arianism. That's a big part of why Origen is not a saint. But mm-hmm. that isn't to say he that it's wrong to read what he wrote. I mean, he's one he's, of the church fathers, and yeah, yeah. amazing, freaking genius man. So <laughs> it's yeah. And there, there were other Ex- except for that one, one little thing with the rocks and the yeah, except for that. But <laughs> there are other saints who I know like whipped themselves or beat mm-hmm. themselves. Well, well, Martin Luther, Martin Luther was very scrupulous. Mm-hmm. That's fairly well documented, and but I think that's part of. He's not a saint. Casual but heresy. I think <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Casual heresy. No kidding. But I think that goes far to explaining why he went the way he went you know Mm -hmm. because i can see when when i was struggling with that myself i can imagine one day just snapping you know Mm -hmm. because the weight of that thinking that you have to be responsible for that constantly 24 7 you know you ultimately become your own god like yeah you don't think that Mm -hmm. but that's ultimately like what is happening you're trying to save yourself, mm-hmm. which is probably where, uh, I mean, a big part of Protestantism is that, like, you can't do anything to save yourself. God has to do it mm-hmm. completely for you, right? They got rid of confession, sort of, except the Lutherans kind of didn't. But Probably depends it, on the section. Yeah, depends on, yeah. But this, I was thinking, this also gets right back into purity culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is coming from a place of scrupulosity. You are never going to be perfect. You're going to be who God made you to be. And you're going to be a fallen human being. A fallen version of that who God made you to be while you're here on earth. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do to remedy that completely in this life. And that doesn't mean... Yeah, that doesn't mean you should give up trying. That's not what I'm saying. See, it's hard to give somebody... you, You need to give really individualized advice to somebody who's scrupulous because mm-hmm. it's certain so, things that they're struggling with yep like saint augustine it, smelling anything right right <laughs> music music is too beautiful experiencing it, it, I, anything I, right <laughs> uh no i just it makes me sad because it's something that i see a lot mm-hmm. or i see what i see people going through things from a distance and scrupulosity is the the most likely explanation for their behavior and their their struggles. And I think on know? the outside, a lot of people will look at those people and think that it's passion, potentially. Yep. And yep, that's it's bad because <laughs> a sin, a struggle, yep, is a sickness. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. Passion. It looks like. It looks like zeal for the faith, mm-hmm. you know. But and often it is there is zeal for the faith there, mm-hmm. you know. That's not the. Yeah. It's not to say that it's the people who are struggling, who are scrupulous. It's at its root, it's that, but the and f- I fruit, yeah, is, in itself is a little starch. Yeah, and I wouldn't say it's a sin. I wouldn't say that. Because just, uh, it's, I would say it depends it's, on how. Yeah, and it, well, yeah, but it's like it you're, if you're, you're hurting yourself. <laughs> yes. I mean. Well, that's the thing is you're you're 
you're kind of not trusting God. Mm-hmm. That would be the sin there. Yeah, I would say and more knowledge. If you don't know, if you don't know you're doing it, then you know Ignorance. you're trusting God. You're you're not trusting God, but you're doing it accidentally. So mm-hmm. it's like, but yeah, no, there are people that still hurt themselves. That's still a thing. And this is where it's something you and me talk about all the time, but not usually on the podcast. But this is where part of my gripe with Exodus ninety comes in, because I think it encourages scrupulosity. Yeah. I think I think it encourages scrupulosity. I think a lot of the Did we talk about we spend an in, episode on this? We could no, do an episode we, on that. We could we could do a whole episode on Exodus ninety. And I think maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> like at least one. Mm-hmm. But like I think a lot of the major voices in Catholicism right now inadvertently encourage it. You know? Yeah, they like sponsor it basically. Yep, and they don't. I don't think they mean to. In fact, I'm pretty sure they don't. You know, like. But what do you mean? Do they openly say it? I'm thinking of people like. Let's see if I can think. Of, well, Taylor Marshall, Doctor Taylor Marshall. Okay. Right. I mean, a big part of his thing is Latin Mass, but a big part of his other stuff is going to be cultural, right? Mm-hmm. So, he, I think to a lesser extent, Matt Frad. Like when we talked about yoga, yoga is one of those things. It's like there's no right answer. It's so situational Mm -hmm. that telling people it's a grave sin is going to encourage scrupulosity. Yep. Like it. That's just to say it like that is just you know. I think at first when we were stuck in that season of life of yeah, just very scrupulous culture. Yeah, we were surrounded. Yeah, we were surrounded by a lot of it, and I think that's we had a we had to weed it out of yeah. of ourselves over time. Like allow God to allow yep. us to trust God fully. And I think that's why why I was quicker to just walk away, you know. Mm-hmm. But because I I don't know I've lived I lived through it once before. I was like I don't I don't need to do, <laughs> I don't want to do this again. Yeah, but. I think it's it's sad. It it makes me sad because like I said there are legitimate reasons, but most of the time when I see somebody who rarely receives communion but goes to confession a lot it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Because there's only a handful of scenarios where that isn't debilitating scrupulosity. You know, mm-hmm. there's that's why that's why I wanted to I want to push this message of hope and optimism because I think that's the thing that they I didn't hear until I had already lived with it for a few years and I wish I'd heard sooner. Is basically it's not your fault. You know, mm-hmm. this might this very well might be something wrong with your brain chemistry. You know, if you have obsessive compulsive disorder. That's legitimately something wrong with your brain, you know, and there's things that they can do to help that. Mm-hmm. But it also might be that you just need to hear that you're doing okay, you know? Yep. You don't, the the Eucharist heals you, you know? Going to Mass forgives your venial sins. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where you need to recognize that grave sins are grave. Like... 
if you're sitting there wondering yourself, hmm, I wonder if this was a grave sin, already, almost by definition, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know. Because you are already ignorant (laughs) to the fact. Yeah, so it's like, that's, I mean, obviously, if it was intrinsically evil, that supersedes that. But that has to be like abortion. Yeah. Euthanasia. Murder. Yeah. I'd say the the only grave sin that's easy to commit is blasphemy. And again, there's always ignorance around that. Mm-hmm. So, and it's easy, once you know, it's easy to not blaspheme. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the other thing i'd say is like if you if you know you don't have ocd then you're not doing as bad as you think and that is not blasphemous no because it's people are people are good you know Mm -hmm. everything god made is good literally everything that i everything that exists is good Mm -hmm. someone told me this once and i still think about it sometimes that Satan and the demons hate the fact that they exist because the fact that they exist is is good good. (laughs) (laughs) and they don't, they don't like that. They don't like good things, Mm -hmm. but God made them right. And if God didn't make them, then he wouldn't be all loving because he would deny that goodness and that the, yeah. Denying somebody is not loving them. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to think about that because like you're you're good, you know? All the listeners out there, you are good. God loves you and you are good. Period. Like you exist. Yeah. This is evidence. This is proof. The list of things that are intrinsically evil that you can do to sever your relationship with God accidentally is short. Mm-hmm. I think that's just something that needs to be said about scrupulosity because I think it gets, we, we did kind of describe and analyze a little bit, but I think this part doesn't get said very much, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would say if you listen to this and you self reflect a little bit and you find that you might have scrupulosity, this is when it would be a good time to try and find a spiritual director because you're not going to make it out of that alone. That's not going to happen. That's how you got into this mess. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you're currently trying to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go talk to someone and say, I think I might be struggling with scrupulosity. I think I might be scrupulous. And a good spiritual director should be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a spiritual illness. It is something that they're, that that's what they do, you know? Yep. So, yeah it's just a a sickness it's not you're not there's not a demon in you yeah you're not broken you're not you're not evil you know yeah it's not even that there's something wrong with you you're just sick and you need the you need the doctor Mm -hmm. need jesus yeah it's like when you it's not like a Because I always say doubt is kind of like having the flu, you know? Scrupulosity is like obstructed bowels. 
Like, you need help with that. <laughs> like, you need help with this. <laughs> you're not going to get very far. Yeah, maybe it's more like a tapeworm. <laughs> it eats it eats everything that's that's good that and you don't get any nutrient and you just kind of accidentally starve yourself. Okay. I like that better. Lime it's like it's like no, it's like a tapeworm. A tick. I, it's like a tapeworm. Okay. I'm st- I'm sticking <laughs> with a tapeworm. <laughs> it's like a leech. Except maybe not that quick. Yeah. <laughs> so a tapeworm. <laughs> tapeworm, yeah. A leech, but inside you. And not as excessive. Yeah. <laughs> like, not as... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's more excessive. <laughs> like, not as... I don't know. When I think of a leech, I think it... It takes more away from you like quicker, a- is what I mean. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'd... Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is taking a turn. That's okay. It's casual heresy. Right? You don't need to be scrupulous about it. Yeah. Just got to chill. Just enjoy life. Just mm-hmm. have some good headspace. Your brain is a dangerous place. Yeah. Don't go there alone. Yep. You're, you're, yeah. Your mind is like a bad neighborhood. Don't go in yep. there alone. Yep. <laughs> You'd never walk through a bad neighborhood alone, would you? Then don't. Let Talk to people. Let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get through that bad neighborhood? Do it together. Yep. We all have bad neighborhoods. That's why we have the church. That's why we have priests. Mm-hmm. That's why we have divine mercy. That's why we have Jesus in the first place. <laughs> it's cause yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Because we're not perfect. Know, they were just yep. going through the bad neighborhood together, but they thought they were alone, basically. That's right. It's Adam and Eve's fault. We're we're gonna follow their lead and pass the buck back onto them. That could that could be another episode. <laughs> Just the title is It's Adam and Eve's fault. <laughs> the McRib is back. Why would you do this to me, Adam? <laughs> Stop calling me that. Uh why would you rib me apart, Adam? <laughs> Or I could say, no, that's probably what Adam said to God. Why would you rib me apart? Oh, to make this this human. Oh. Uh, It's a good ribbing. You keep ribbing. (laughs) We've taken this. (laughs) This sounds like casual boinking now. I mean, I set it on a limb. A limb, get it? No. Rib, limb, body. Rib isn't a limb. I know. But I know it's, it's not a. But limb. it's a part of the part of the body. It's like <laughs> I know it's not a. <laughs> a rib is a limb, guys. All right. Know your anatomy. You could have just said. You could have just said esophagus. 
Yeah, I said that on an esophagus. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> but you know what people say? They say it like, oh, I, like I just did that on a limb. On a whim, yeah. On a whim, but yeah. limb. Yeah. Because it's funny. Because that's heretical. Yeah. In the physical anatomy school. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What is the most heretical organ of the body? Ooh. I'm inclined to say gallbladder, but... Organ, you said? It has to be an yeah. organ? Well, it can be a... Can it just be a body toe? part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the toe is an organ. <laughs> <laughs> um, The most heretical body part. <laughs> I would have to think about this. Yeah, I don't know. It's like maybe question. I have to. Definitely, there might be no answer. We might ask our 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 audience yeah, to comment below. to write in. Yeah, right below. What is the email us or comment? What is the most heretical piece of anatomy? Yeah. Because that's very useful. We all know that. And that's a that's a lame answer anyway. Yeah. That's everybody right, chooses. Come on, that on. One. Give us give us some like frontal lobes or something. That's give us like stomach bacteria. Yeah. Whatever you call that. I don't know the scientific Ab- word for it, but abdominal fluids. Air. Oxygen. That's not an organ. Yeah. Or a body part. Yeah, I was going to say, is are fluids a organ? Well, they're a part of the body. I have fluids. Yeah. But does that make water an organ? It makes it part of the body once you drink it. It's almost a piano. Yeah. It's like just the keyboard. Because an organ... <laughs> Has a keyboard. And we have finger and toe boards. Mm. About 20. 20 toe boards. Uh, yes. 20 toe boards. <laughs> Your hands are feet. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Right. <laughs> okay. Should I? Should I? Yeah. Wrap us up in a closing prayer. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for this time of fellowship. Thank you for the gift of the Casual Heresy family. Thank you for our listeners. I ask you to be with them. Especially those of them who are struggling with scrupulosity and all of those in the world who are scrupulous. Lord, I ask you to pour out your divine mercy upon them and send the Holy Spirit down upon them to fill them with hope and peace, the knowledge that they are good and that you have knit them together in their mother's womb. We ask all these things in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, this is it. Um, 
for the Life Cheers side of Casual Heresy. They have but you should split. Still all you should still all subscribe to Life Cheers. If you don't, you owe me a burrito. And you owe me a brownie. <laughs> brownie burritos That's right. for everyone. On you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening and don't forget to follow us. On Hope you stick around on everything. Hope you stick around for the next fifty episodes. Yeah, heretics. <laughs> well one last time. Well, I'm still like life cheers technically, but Yeah, yeah. From life cheers to you guys. God bless you. Peace. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Don't go Black Friday shopping. <laughs> Cyber Monday. <laughs>